Hello, Solving Water listeners. I'm excited to bring you the 2022 iteration of our annual WefTech series. We're covering all new topics this year, including the importance of pipeline condition management in water utilities, plans that the Water Environment Federation has for the coming year, the work being done to highlight women and the critical role they play in the industry, how the water sector is prioritizing young professional development, and many more. Join me in tuning into this series for all these interesting conversations featuring ideas, news, and activities that are shaping today's water industry. Hi, and welcome to WefTech 2022. I am live here, day three, and I'm sitting with Griffin Harrison, product security leader for Xylem. Welcome. Hi, Amanda. First time on the show. Wonderful to have you here. If we could just start by sharing with our audience and tell them a little bit about what you do as the product security leader at Xylem. So Xylem is working to build secure products. I work with the development teams to follow a process that helps our products be secured by design. We then go through and I work with the teams to make sure that our products are tested, rigorously tested to ensure that we know any kind of risk or defects that may be in the products. And then ultimately we, we work to communicate with our customers so that they know what they should be working on. That's awesome. You mentioned earlier it's your first time at WefTech and you're really enjoying the experience. WefTech has been amazing. This is, I've been with Xylem about a year and a half and this is my first real experience getting to connect with our customers, getting to connect with the operators, the people that are really using all of our equipment. That's great. So let's talk a little bit deeper about this issue of cybersecurity in the water sector and how utilities can best protect themselves. Can you share with our listeners what some of the current cyber risks are? Absolutely. So let's start by just framing the question that when we're talking about the water sector, we're talking about critical infrastructure. So we're only gonna talk about maybe the top two. One that's making the news quite a bit, it's been on the rise year over year, has been really more driven by organized crime. This is the ransomware. They're looking to get into any niche where they can extort money. They'll get in, they'll lock things down as quickly as possible, you'll know that they're there. That's one group, and that's certainly been on the rise. The second group, and this this deals more with the critical side of things, that you'll have nation state level actors. These are incredibly well-funded groups. Their goal is to get into systems and then persist and likely not be detected. Longer term goals, you know, they're looking for disruptions. Whatever their, their end goal is, um, they're going to be there a long time and they're much more difficult to detect. Interesting. I've had ransomware on my computer before at work. And so can you just explain a little bit about, I know you said to extort money, but essentially it, they hold your information hostage until you give them money and then... Yeah, so that, that's exactly it. They're, they're looking for weaknesses anywhere. They're looking for targets that people, they rely on. So things like water would be perfect, where if they can get into water, a water system, if they can lock that down so that you no longer can produce water, that would be a a perfect example of when people would immediately want to to pay. And so those are ideal targets for them. That's, That's where the water sector, by and large, has been 
crimes against it or um, attacks against it have been on the rise. That's so interesting. But isn't it like you're not supposed to pay those people, right? So yeah. but how do you deal with that if you can't provide water to your customers? No, and that's an excellent question. And it, it really comes back to being prepared. If you have a plan, you know what you're going to do. For example, we could talk about having backups. I have a background in IT in it. At one point, nobody was doing backups. And we had to figure out how do you do a backup? How do you make sure that everything is is on some physical media so that you can recover if your hard drive breaks. That was a challenge, but it came with some other challenges, like, well, have you ever restored from a backup? And it turns out that's actually a really hard thing to do. So if you're not practicing these things, if you're not ready, if you don't have a plan, it, to your point, it's very difficult to respond. And that's not the time you want to be figuring out what you should be doing. What do you think some of the challenges are that the water sector needs to overcome in order to address these risks? So starting with a plan I think is a, is a great idea. I'm going to certainly talk to you about partnerships. This is one area where Xylem builds secure products. I can talk to you about that at length. And at the same time, it's not just the building of secure products. That doesn't get us there. We also have to talk about integrating our products into your facilities in a secure way. So we have to work with the integrators and make sure that those products are deployed in a secure fashion. And then the last part is really the operators. And once we have a system that was designed with security and then set up securely, it needs to be operated in a secure fashion. So that's a lot of it. And then the next part is, well, you had this perfect system. It was, there were no risk, everything was deployed perfectly, you're operating perfectly day one. You know, what is that like in six months? Is it the same? What about in five years? Is it as good as it was day one? And I think we have to relate that back to a house. You know, a house, it's perfect day one, but then it's exposed to the elements. You've got the wind and the rain and the sun beating down on it. And, you know, in, in five years, is it, the, is it still the same system? You know, is it still as good as it once was? Our digital products are very much like that, that they're great when we first put them in, but if we're not continuously maintaining them, they also degrade over time. Well, that's really interesting. I really like the analogy about the house because I think people can really wrap their heads around it. I've also been hearing whispers of regulations. Could you talk to us about what's maybe coming down the pipeline? Absolutely. and. Xylem is a global company, and this gives us a lot of visibility. So we'll have different regulations coming in Europe versus the U.S., just as two examples. And you're right, we're probably looking at 2025, at least at the beginning. Regulations, I think, will help, and at the same time, it's going to be a challenge for all of our, our operators to really align to. Xylem is forward-looking. We're designing our products with security from the beginning, and we're aligned to standards and frameworks that meet the security requirements that will ultimately be brought down in the form of regulation. So by the time regulation is really pending for the industry, we'll have products that already meet or exceed. Okay, so just for my education, the regulations are going to be put in place so that utilities have to secure their systems in a certain manner? Or what are those regulations 
who are those regulations for? Is it for the utilities? And then we at Xylem have the types of partnership element, right? The ongoing partnership where you can keep, maintain that stuff over time and make sure that we're consistently hitting those. Yeah, so thank you for the, asking the question because it does start with secure products, but it can't end there and you're right. If we think of the water industry, we think of our operators, they're running systems that aren't only our products. They're running very complicated systems. And so the regulations that are coming, certainly there will be a large portion of it that is product focused, but we'll also have regulations that, that speak to the deployment of those products that are more system level. And I think the last part will be on, on the reporting and the transparency side of things. What other questions should water professionals be asking and to whom about cybersecurity for pumping and or distribution systems? I think starting with a conversation with your vendor, whoever your vendors are, start by asking them, what are you doing to develop secure products? I think it's, it's a great leading question. It should give them a lot of opportunity to talk about the security programs they have in place. Also letting them know, I, I think this industry is very much driven by customer feedback and letting them know that you expect your vendors to deliver secure products. Okay, I, th I think that makes total sense. So I've had several guests on Solving Water talk about water utilities and then sort of this digital transformation and how it seems to be so m much moving in that direction. And then at the same time, there's all this apprehension and resistance because of things like cybersecurity. So what would you recommend? How would you help alleviate some of that fear for water utilities and say it is really great to have all these digital connected products and here's why, even with the risk of cybersecurity, for example. So we have heard some hesitance for adoption. Typically, we're, I'm finding this with our smaller operators. They may not have an IT department on staff, for example. And it's been easier for them to simply say, no, we, we don't want any connectivity. We're going to, to keep things disconnected. And in some ways that makes sense. And at the same time, they're also saying no to the advantages. They're saying no to the improved efficiencies and the, the revenue that can be generated from that. They're saying no to you know, being able to be more dynamic in how they adjust to resource constraints, things of that nature. So I think a lot of this comes back to trust. You know, do you have a vendor that you trust? And we could go on. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, it, it does. I mean, I think, you know, cybersecurity is one of those things that I feel like a, a word that scares people, right? But it, it shouldn't be a barrier to adopting connected products and digital solutions. And it sounds like you've given our listeners like some really great tools and steps, questions to ask and where to get started and how to start to map this out. Because at some point, even if there are folks that are a little hesitant to implement digital solutions, I'm guessing at some point, that's all that's gonna be available to them when it's time to replace products. So what kind of challenges are you hearing out from some of the utilities here at the show? It's been really interesting to talk to the utilities and the operators. I've actually had a couple that spoke to the challenge with funding. And it's great, we wanna have a more secure facility. 
we want to think more about security, but now we have to go and we have to, we have to ask for money. We need to fund this somehow. So there are a couple of government programs we can provide information later about grants and ways that you can procure funding. But the other thing that I'd, I'd like to offer is the way we think about this. I was speaking with one customer and they talked about, again, going back to the, the value that can be brought by a digital solution. They had over 270 operators within one facility. They ultimately reduced that down to less than 70. And they did this through a digital transformation. But they're no longer interacting with the physical facility. They basically interact with a digital representation. So when we think about our facility, we're very used to having things like pumps. Those need to be maintained. We think about our, our piping and our infrastructure. That needs to be maintained. So that, that lives on the capital side of things. It's easy to have those conversations because we know that we need to have ongoing maintenance. We need to continue to invest. On the digital side, if we think that we're really operating exclusively with this digital model of our physical facility, well, now that really starts to seem more like it's part of the capital side that needs to be maintained. It just sets the tone that all of a sudden, it's no longer a question. We don't have to go and ask for money. We've already set the expectation that this is something that needs to be maintained. That's really helpful. I think that clears up a lot of misunderstanding potentially about where to invest and how to invest in security. So earlier in the podcast, you mentioned planning and practicing for security issues, right? But what if you're just not even sure like how to get started and you don't know how to like develop a plan? How would you suggest folks get started? And this is sometimes challenging because each operator is so unique. They're different sizes, they, they have different equipment. So I talked about Xylem being a partner and we also have our assessment services. And this, this can run the gamut of if you're just starting out and you don't know what you don't know and you need a little bit of guidance, we can talk to you, we can help you to understand, you know, what do you maybe need to be concerned about we can also help you do your testing. You know, if you if you needed help with testing, if you needed to have a, an actionable plan, or worst case, even if you had something that potentially you were afraid you had suffered some kind of incident, you know, what do you do? Who do you call? We're here to help you there as well. So, really like to think of Xylem as a, a partner that can help you with all aspects of security. I really enjoyed this conversation. Really glad you could help shed some light on the topic of cybersecurity, especially in the water industry. I do have one final question for you. Of course. And that is, what is the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far? What is the most important thing I've learned in the water business? I would say the most important thing is the need for partnerships. That whether you're a vendor, whether you're an operator, whether you're an integrator, you really can't do this alone. And having a team that you can trust and rely on is absolutely critical. Fantastic. Thanks so much for being here, Griffin. Thank you. A big thank you to all our Solving Water listeners for joining me for today's episode, one of nine in our WefTech 2022 series. And a shout out to all our guests who made the time in New Orleans to have such interesting and meaningful discussions. Links to more info for each show will be included in individual episode show notes. 
And let me know what you think of our content here at Solving Water Asylum Podcast by contacting me, Amanda Holloway, directly at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or find me on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone.